Welcome to Come to the Cookout, where you are all invited to join us. There's a little something for everyone, whether you want to take a big bite out of what's cooking on the grill, or just a little parch and need some tea, or just want a little something sweet. Don't worry, we keep raisins out of our potato salad. And hopefully, you'll leave with a plate full, even if you ain't bring nothing. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. On this week's episode, I'm your host, Tzombin Cleave, but y'all can call me T. And I'm joined by Brooklyn. You ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go get it. What is going on? You know, I'm really not. I'm ready. You say that. and then I feel like, like, oh, I feel like Miranda, why is nobody ready? <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this week, Chad? Yeah, I'm tired. I don't even know why. It's, it's, I feel like the week... Is flying by and going slow at the same time. I feel like that's that's the conundrum we've been in. You know what it is? Once you are out of high school, once you're out of school, summertime, like you don't, summertime ain't the same. You know how summertime you look forward to it and it'll be gone and you'll be like, damn, where'd my time go? None, none of that matters once you're an adult. Because guess what? As soon as you pay rent, guess what it is? It's time to do it again. Right. All over. The days just bleed together. Because I swear to God, 5 o'clock comes so quickly every single day. But 5 a.m., you mean? 5 a.m. You got to be clear, because everybody wants 5 p.m. to come quickly. But you mean 5 a.m. Well, you know, the problem that we've ran into recently is that now that we we have been doing a routine, my fur babies are also thinking, oh, it's a routine, so I'm ready. The problem is... Now they're getting up earlier. They don't have an alarm clock, ah. and so they don't know the sense of time. So they're like, 4.30, it's time to get up. Oh, no, they get up at 4, and I try to like lay as long as I can until they whine too much. And then at 4.30, I get up, let them outside. And then I'm like, you know what? I should text T right now and be like, you know what? I'll see you at 6. Because why am I getting up if you pee? And the whole purpose of the walk is so that you can go to the bathroom. But you've already been to the bathroom. And I've been to the bathroom, so now what are we doing? We could just go to sleep. What's on the grill? Well, what's on the grill this week? Well, you know, um, I'm actually going to start with something. You know, I, okay, I am from the South, right? I am from North Carolina. Um, and I feel like every week... Your city puts on. There's something else that is happening in New York, in North Carolina, because, and for the most part, I'm like, oh well, that's you know that's in the mountains. I don't know about them. That's on that's at the beach. I don't know about them because I'm from the Piedmont, which is in the center of the state. You know, I'm like 30 minutes away from the capital, although I grew up in the countryside. So like for the most part, everything that's happened, I'm like, oh, those are big cities. I don't know. I, that that ain't me. That ain't me. However, something came across the news this past week, and I was like, Kenley, I mean, I've literally drove, like, gone there, gone to eat, gone through Kenley. I mean, I've gotten stopped a couple times in Kenley, you know? So I'm like, what? why is Kenley on national national news? Like, why, what is going on in Kenley, North Carolina? Let me guess. Miss USA came from Kenley. No, 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 no. So recently, Kenley, North Carolina, um, they hired a new town manager. Justine Jones was recently hired. And upon her hiring, the entire police force, including the police chief, resigned. Oh, my gosh. She must have been cutting wages. Well, they say that it was a hostile work environment. Oh, I know what it is. 
she must have came in and said, no more donuts. No. She asked that they wear and operate their body cams. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Are these, are these, wait, you said body cam. These are the regular cams that most police officers are, are required to wear in most states because of, you know, George Floyd and things of that nature. Is that what we're discussing? That is correct. The officer says that they could not perform their duties in the environment that was created by Jones. Oh my God. Wait a minute. So I cannot protect and serve with a camera on my body. So how is it that the police people who are supposed to be nice with clothes on with protecting and serving cannot sit there and do their job? Or are you nervous and concerned that you will do something that could put your life in danger of being sued or uh, being fired. I think it's more so that they're already doing these things. So there has to be a pattern that they know that they should not be doing, but they don't want recorded. So what did Justine do? Because, I mean, everybody's just quit like this. Well, currently it's under review by the, the city council and they're trying to find, a, I mean, they're bringing in police force from neighboring oh, cities. Yeah. Nothing shocks me as much anymore. However, it's still baffling that we were fighting. If any, again, I'm I'm just at a loss because it, for me, I would want to wear a body cam for protection of myself to prove I'm a good cop, for example, to prove the things that you see out there. That's not all of us because that's what you hear all the time. Blue lives matter. One bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. That's what I hear all the time. That's what I hear. So this would be like, oh, I'd be proud to wear it so you could see that here in Kinley, we do the right thing. We protect and serve, and we make sure that we do things by the book. Well, apparently they don't. Well, good luck, y'all. Y'all get y'all's life together. We're going to leave North Carolina for a moment. And one thing that I, I saw in the news recently was there was a, a road rage incident that happened in Texas. And it was very disturbing because... While I don't know the details, because there's not a lot of details of what caused the incident, um, there is video of the aftermath. And what happened was that a car, there was some kind of incident that happened between a car and a truck. And you see the drivers of the truck, a man, uh, a man and a woman, they get out of the truck. And then the woman is shown firing a gun into the white car. And then as the car drives off to get away from them, she fires again, just open field to them which ends up going in, into a car dealership um and the the shocking thing about it is that there was a two-year-old in the car in the car where that she was shooting at and this incident happened on i-45 in houston yeah i saw the video because obviously it was viral on everybody's tiktok and instagram i didn't know about the two-year-old child in the car it was a two-year-old child in the car he was not struck by uh any of the bullets but he was struck by the broken glass when she shot through shot through the window and the the first shot grazed the head of one of the passengers i don't know i don't know if it was the the driver or a passenger in the in the car um and then the second shot wait the second shot yes the first one wasn't enough no cuz in the video they're seeing she shoots the car the car takes off and then as it goes around their truck, she shoots again. And that shot um, misses, but it goes into a car dealership. But luckily, no one at the car dealership was injured. Again, I ask everyone, is this what you mean by bear your arms? Because you just told me 
this young lady shot a gun, but her life was not in danger, to my knowledge. No, the suspects were already apprehended. They were arrested, Benjamin Green and Nesley Ortiz. And uh, Green was charged with aggravated assault and uh, Ortiz was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And Bell has not been set for either suspect. I would hope not. I, I, again, today, T, you're just trying to have me be sit here and be speechless like Beyonce. Because I don't understand what you want me to say to that. Because you shot, like, I'm trying to really wrap my head. Like, I've been angry. Mm-hmm. Like right now? Right now. <laughs> Bitches is barking and I'm trying to record. So, yes, I've been angry. However. But you're not going to go upstairs and shoot them? I've thought about it. I might throw a shoe. I like, I'm like, first of all, I don't like guns personally. I don't believe in them. I don't think we need them because I think when you have a instrument that is designed to kill, because that, what else was a gun designed for? I think that they are necessary in war. I think that the military should be trained to use them, but I don't think that the general public, like, my, I don't think that your random neighbor should have an AK forty-seven. I agree, but in that same vein, do you do you semi-automatic weapon? Do you feel that they should allow to be have a pistol or a Glock? I mean, I don't know. I grew up in the South, and so guns are prevalent. Like my grandma had a sawed-off shotgun over her bed. My, she thought somebody was going to come in and get you. I mean, you never know. Um, and I grew up around you know uncles that went uh, went hunting, and you know. I learned to shoot a gun when I was younger. I didn't really practice or anything, but you know, when I went when I enlisted, uh, I I felt that much more comfortable in uh, rifle training because I'd already had that experience. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't think that just the 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 regular any regular person should have access to to guns. I do believe in. Uh, the right to bear arms, but I think that there should be checks and balances, strenuous checks and balances for you to be able to own and acquire a gun. See, that's a tough one for me because I think then you have situations like this, right? Because I could be, I could pass my background checks. And you, you, the human mind and brain is something that is so complex. They say as humans, we only use 10% of it, right? So with that being said, you never know not that you're going to unlock any extra. This is not limitless. But in a split moment, you could make a split decision like this young woman did. And because she has something that is, again, to my, like I said, in my opinion, a gun is designed to kill. I don't think someone's like, oh, I'm going to take this gun and use it as a trump. Well, I also don't believe in open carry. I don't think that, like, I don't think that you should just be able to have a weapon like that in your car on your person at any in Walmart because this is insane to me because this goes back to your example that you gave at the mall where we have active shooter now we all shoot each other and the cops don't know who the shooter is this young woman and I again I'm trying to be respectful and say woman when I really want to say this heifer and I want to use other words like witch but not what a witch okay this woman I'm assuming knew there was a baby in the car because if the car had to pass her car, you would have seen a baby or a car seat in there. The fact that you would sit there and shoot at someone, 
that has a baby in the car is to me unacceptable. One of the things that came across my news feed today was that the the cops that were involved in the shooting of Breonna Taylor were finally arrested and charged. See, that came across my feed. I haven't had a moment to actually dive into it. Now, are these the police officers? The police officers were already involved in a case, were they not? In the city, and this is federal? Is, am I- yes, these are federal charges. Okay. So it did take two and a half years for them to be federally charged. Got it. So it has been 874 days since the incident. Um, so Breonna Taylor's mother, Tamika, was relieved that at least something is happening now. Um, there are four police officers that are federally charged. Um, former detectives Joshua James, Kelly Goodlett, Kyle Meany, and Brett Hacken- Hankinson. Um, they were charged in the deadly raid that killed Breonna Taylor. Um, now... The three former detectives, uh, Detective James Goodlett and Meany, were are being com- are being uh, charged with submitting false uh, a false search warrant and working together to create a false narrative. And uh, Detective Brett Hankinson is um, being charged with excessive force in regards to firing his gun that that, that killed Breonna Taylor because he fired into a. Um, apartment that had a covered window and covered glass door and um, also being charged with depriving three of her neighbors of their constitutional rights by firing into an apartment uh, into their adjacent apartments. Uh, Now, if convicted, the excessive force charge, um, I'm sorry, if convicted, the uh, depriving of the constitutional rights charge carries a maximum sentence of life in prison. And the uh, obstruction charge carries a 20-year maximum. uh, My question is, right off the bat, are we putting bets of how long they're going to get? You said the maximum. What's the minimum? It didn't really say minimum. Um, So no, no, no. jail time because to your point it's been 800 and something plus days it just struck me that no there's still no one's being charged for her murder no one's being charged for murder aggravated assault or anything in regards to that the the charges are uh, basically obstruction of justice constitutional rights and excessive force um in regards to depriving of constitutional rights and um the false uh search warrant because they the the search warrants that they obtained they basically lied to the judge in saying that they had reason to believe that Brianna's ex-boyfriend was receiving packages in her home and they had no proof of that. Of course not. I mean, with that, the, nothing is new under the sun when it comes to this bullshit because we know they will fabricate whatever is needed to say the black person did it, the brown person did it, the non-threatening person is threatening so there's nothing that I would be surprised at at this point in time. The only thing that's surprising is that they actually are charging someone. I still, to your point, no one's being charged for murder. So, okay, it's going to be a slap on the wrist. They'll still be able to do their job to go terrorize some other innocent person. I wish I had. I wish I had more uplifting spiritual peace I could give. But I'm all spiritual out. Well, I guess we can switch gears a little bit because um, I do have another 
topic that came across recently. NBA star Brittany Griner was recently sentenced to nine years in prison. She was convicted of drug charges in Russia. Most people are thinking that Russia is just basically using this conviction as leverage because of the Western sanctions that have um, taken place due to their invasion of the Ukraine. Brittany was prescribed medical marijuana in Arizona for whatever reason, anxiety, I don't know. However, it is illegal in Russia. And she was entering Russia to play for the Russian Premier League, which she's done since 2014. I just think that whenever you're entering another country, you have to be aware of their laws and their rules and regulations, regardless of if you've been to that country before, um, especially with the political climate currently. I feel I feel bad, but she's now going to be... she's. She's sentenced, like she is convicted and she is sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. One thing that I I wanted to bring up in regards to her even playing in Russia, um, the reason that WNBA players are are drawn to playing overseas is because of the salary, right? So just just, uh, some some statistics for you. An entry-level player in the NBA, Zero experience, draft, like zero years played prior. The base salary for an NBA player is $925,000. A million dollars. Can you just say a million dollars? One to two million dollars, one to 2.5 million dollars, depending on your experience. So, Brittany Griner has played for the uh, Phoenix Mercury as center. Uh, she's played in the NBA since 2009. In 2012, she won an ESPY award as best, best female athlete. She has won two Olympic gold medals. She's one of 11 women to win Olympic gold, an NCAA championship, a FIBA World Cup gold medal, and a WNBA championship. I just want to draw your attention back to that that $1 million base salary for the NBA. Brittany, who has played since 2009 in the WM, mm-hmm. 12 years, and she's won two gold medals. She's been, uh, she's an SB Award winner. She's won a WNBA championship. Her current salary is $221,000. Can I give you a shocker, a, a, a funny stat? So in 2021, last year, you know LeBron James, the greatest basketball player of all time. Don't at me. Uh, made $37 million, million dollars. And that's higher than the entire WNBA salary yes. combined. So I am seeing a pay discrepancy. So in the NBA, for example, there's usually 86 games. In those 86 games, we're talking about TV contracts that they have so you can watch them on tnt nbc whatever the case may be the nba excuse me the wnba is not half there are only 36 games and not all of them are televised because obviously it's usually just on like espn2 or like those secondary channels fox you know whatever so the the acclaim that the nba has and the draw that nba has does not transfer as of today, to the WNBA. But I also still, I still think that's because we don't put any effort or any endorsement into women. We are, we are not promoting this. Like they just, this is just like how people think about women-led movies or women-led television shows, and 
we have seen that if we if we allow women and people of color the avenue to grow and to promote, the money is there. The people will, will buy the tickets and go see the things. So with being which with just saying, oh, it's women's basketball, so they're not gonna they they're not gonna sell tickets, and we don't promote these things. So and you put them on ESPN too. You don't put them on main uh, television or you don't give them the endorsements, then you're setting them up to fail. And then and then our athletes have to go overseas to make money and these kinds of things happen. Like, yes, should I'm not going to get into semantics of if she should have had it or not because that's neither here nor there at this point. But the base reason is that she wouldn't even have even been in this position to play in Russia if she was already making the salary that she needed, that she could make here. Well, I think there's a couple of things, right? I think the WNBA is only 25 years old. They just celebrated their 25th, I want to say, last year or maybe the year before, whereas the NBA is 75 years old. So, again, almost three times the time. I know, just to give a, get a little bit more context, in their 25th season, is the first, it still is not turning a profit. Even with the 36 games, even so when you're talking about all of this, why do they get paid at the end of the day? It's a business, right? So there is a piece of it that is changing. I will say this, though, they they did have part of their um, they did get a in 2020, the WNBA signed a new collective bargaining agreement with the women's uh, team asking for a 53% pay raise for players. So they will get it in or they did get an increase recently. So before that, she probably wasn't making 200. If you look at her like 2019, because the base salary now is 130,000 base salary, which is 10, you know, getting closer to that million dollars. I mean, I guess. (laughs) Well, speaking of her, which actually leads into kind of leads into mine. So I'll take over from here. Your 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 president, Cheeto Man. Um, that was not my president. Well, I mean, you stood up for him when he. No. You were saying four more years, and Absolutely. you couldn't wait. Don't even put that out there <laughs> on my name. Well, DT was out here talking some bullshit. She went in there, loaded up with drugs into a hostile territory where they're very vigilant about drugs. They don't like drugs, and she got caught. And now we're supposed to get her, out. and she makes a you know a lot of money, I guess. But we're supposed to get her out for a absolute killer and one of the biggest arms dealers in the world. Killed many Americans, killed many people. And he's going to get a free card and we're going to get her. She knew you don't go in there loaded up with drugs. And she admitted it. I assume she admitted it without too much force because it is what it is. And it certainly doesn't seem like a very good trade, does it? He's an absolute one of the worst in the world, and he's going to be given his freedom because a potentially spoiled person goes into Russia loaded up with drugs. Isn't that his best friend? That's your chow, chow, chow. Because, I mean, if I recall, didn't he have him on speed dial? Because so actually you should have been able to just be like, you know what, let me let her go. You know, just do but me you, do bet, me a solid. Let it go. I bet you, if he gets in office, he'll be able to get her out, and they'll exchange the this killer that he's talking about. Which I agree, we shouldn't be just giving killers back. But I want to remind everyone: this is the same man 
who told his straight cisgendered male friends that he would pardon them with no questions really asked or anything like that. Had bitches on speed dial before he was leaving, handing them out like candy. He that man cannot say anything that I would I would listen to specifically because his ex wife just died. Oh, praise her God, praise the Lord. And, and didn't he bury that heifer on the golf course? But do you know why? For the tax break. Yes, Negro if it is if Negro it is classified as a cemetery. It is exempt from property tax, state tax, and. Do you have to bury a, a human? So if I buried Fido in my backyard, it's now a cemetery. Does that mean I don't have to pay help? No, I think it has to be a, a hu- human remains. Um, but yeah. Um, so I could just go prop- to the property, state, and income tax. So I need to just go to the morgue and just buy anybody. What? A body's unclaimed and just buried in my front yard. I mean, if you own the yard and you can and you can claim it as a cemetery, then yeah. This is some crazy shit. You know, okay, I'm gonna learn some shit today. That's what we gonna do. What well, he gonna, what he gonna do is get around taxes. I mean, that's where I'm kind of like shocked and appalled. I mean, the other thing too, just so we're all clear, is Homeboy is about to announce he's running again. Also, he can avoid going to jail in his mind because obviously the heat is being turned up on him, and he says enough is enough. So. Get ready for the fucking media to be... almost 80. He needs to avoid dying at this point. Because, like, Jesus, you you up there with Mitch. Um, One other thing I would like to point out that he said during his upsettingness. This is... And I'll tell you what, if I were ever... uh, I'd be the greatest woman's basketball coach in history. Because I don't like LeBron James. I like Michael Jordan much better. But, But I... But I'd go up to LeBron James, it doesn't matter. I'd say, LeBron, did you ever have any desire to be a woman? Because what I'd love you to do is star on my team that I'm building up. I will have the greatest team in history. They'll never lose. Nobody will come within 70 points of this team. I can't even. Did it, did, I, I, did, I can't even. You finish the state. <laughs> because it don't make any fucking sense. Let me just say, if there's one thing Donnie going to do, he going to sit here and talk about LeBron James. Because remember, he's part of the shut up and dribble community. Rent from free in his head. Like, what, why? Free. Why are you saying that? Because he called you a bum? You mad? You still mad because he called you a bum? Rent free. Four years later. See? Because I feel like at this point, like, they are, they're always talking about how, like, Biden is old and feeble-minded and shit, but he the shit that comes out of Donnie's mouth is just straight gibberish. Like it doesn't make any sense. And these people applaud for him. What? I, you know what? I just, <laughs> I just can't. You like, seem a little flustered over there. I'm I'm flustered. I just need something. I'm parched. I need something to drink because I just my mouth is dry from just all this hot air. I keep crying. No tears. Just tea. <laughs> well, what you got for me this week? So, um, I am actually excited for a TV show that's coming out soon. I know that you are not a fan. Is this another Marvel show? It's not. A, it's not a Marvel show. Oh, look at you! But Lord. it is based on a movie that came out first, um, called A League of Their Own. Okay, so it was uh, a movie that came out in 1992. Um, it was directed by Penny Marshall. Um, from Lorena Turner fame. Um, and it starts. Wait, by, it was the. She directed it? Yes. Shirley? Uh, no, Laverne. Shirley. Laverne. Laverne. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. 
Uh, I think it was one of her first directorial. What else um, did she direct? Wait, now she. I didn't know she was a. She started that long ago. Uh, she directed the Tracy Ullman show. She directed the League of Her Own. She uh, directed. Um, she's really done. I, I think that's her her only movie. She's done mostly television. She's directed according to Jim, and she directed that that show with. Um, so not many movies. That's my kid. No, United States of Terror, which was actually a really good. Oh, I love that, that show. Really wait, show. I do love that was a with, Showtime. With I mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh wait, I am I am so wrong. Oh, you lied to me. I did lie to you. She directed Jumping Jack Flash. <gasps> now I live for Jumping Jack Flash with with Karen Johnson, and she also directed Big. Oh, look at her. And that's probably why I like that movie. What she directed, The Preacher's Wife. All the movies I like. You ain't you ain't named a bomb yet. Go ahead, bitch. What else we got? All right. Uh, I I don't think you saw this one. This is writing in cars. Writing in cars of boys is with uh, Drew Barrymore. Oh no, I don't like her. Drew Barrymore and I don't like her. Why don't you like her? Again, we don't have time. Maybe that we could do a show of all the all the actresses and actors I don't fuck Jesus with. Christ. Uh, and she directed Renaissance Man. Mm mm. Yeah, look at her. Okay. Look at you learning something. I sure did. From your own topic. <laughs> I sure did. Uh, but anyway, uh, so it starts in uh, 1988 in the movie, and it, it flashes back to 1943 when Gina Davis's character is, uh, her sister wants to try out for the All Girls team, and she ends up getting cast because she is tall and statuesque and beautiful, and she is a good player, but she's not really sold on um being a, a baseball player because she has like a husband in the war and she like wants to start a family, but they join the team and uh, it goes on about um, their, the hassles of being women in baseball and how like this is during the uh, great depression when the women were working in while the men were away, they were the workforce and um, they were trying to support men um and be the entertainment while people were in the war um and so they were trying also trying to sell you know candy because hershey was the sponsor so they instead of having like regular uniforms like you would like with pants and things the female uniforms were skirts and how Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. that entails um so it is it is based on you know a group of white women because it was in the 40s um, there is a scene in it where there is a a black woman who is not on the team. She's just like, kind of like in her everyday clothes, and she sees them playing, and uh, a ball goes over the over in the, over the, out, out past the outfield and over a fence, and she picks excuse me she picks it up and she throws it back, and she throws it further than the person that's in the outfield because she has a good arm, and they're basically like, you should try out next year or whatever. So there's not a lot of uh, POC representation in that movie per se. At all. How about at all? Because it is, you know, set in the 40s, whatever. Um, but the TV show is actually focusing on the black female character and, like, her attempts to get into the baseball um, game. And, like, and how the, she, she found a way around it because there was a, I guess there it, from the trailer, it looks like there is a a factory that has a baseball team, but you can only play on the team if you are a worker. And so she gets on the that team, and then it 
and from there she's trying to join the the women's league. But and I'm I'm sure they're gonna have they're gonna talk about how you know integration and how that's gonna work because this is as far as I know it's still set in the 40s. So we'll hmm. see what happens. Um, but I I'm not sure. I it could be set a little bit later, like hmm. maybe closer to over around the civil rights movement. I don't know. Um, but I'm excited to see how that uh, plays out and uh, what the show's gonna look like. I'm gonna watch the first couple episodes since there's a lot of P- there's not a lot of POC representation. Brooklyn doesn't like to watch that. I understand, but with this <laughs> One switch day. in uh, the plot, I'm gonna see if if it's just like a hook for the trailer for the, or if it's mm. actually something that you know they're really trying to focus on. Yeah, I mean, I'll be here to listen to uh, what Mr. Van Cleef has to say. I mean. He loved Golden Girls 3030, so I'm oh sure gosh, he's going to love up. this one, I too. Can't with that. I can't with you in that show. That was garbage. <laughs> well, speaking of something that isn't garbage, have you heard of this movie? It's in theaters called Nope. I have. I haven't seen it yet. I'm I ready. ain't seen it yet either, so I'm don't know. No spoilers here. Well, there was controversy because they there's a young up-and-coming actress named Kiki Palmer. Yes, Maybe you've heard of her. Kiki. Well, there was a tweet that went I'm not going to say went viral, but it drew a lot of attention and started, you know, kind of gaining steam uh, for claiming that there's a perceived difference in mainstream popularity between Kiki Palmer, who is currently in that movie, and Zendaya. Zendaya from Spider-Man fame, things of that nature. But Kiki stays booked and busy. Right. But it was saying how, like, this was the quote, just to make sure I get it out. One of the clearest examples of how colorism plays out in Hollywood um, and it was trying to compare how they were both child stars, but Nope is being described in some circles as Palmer's quote unquote breakout role. Now, breakout it kind of—I know it kind of got me. Well, think about it. Like as far as movies are concerned, right? Like I don't know. I don't know if Kiki has been in a main part. Like I know she's been in Scream. Like I can think of all the TV shows and things that she's been in. As far as movies, I mean, she's made cameos and things. I don't know if she's starred, starred. And something that wasn't on Nickelodeon or uh, or Disney style production. Now, I will say while you're looking, Miss Palmer uh, waited 24 hours because you know you got to think about what you want to reply back. And she tweeted, "A great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever, the first black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon, and the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. I." And incomparable talent. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. And what I love about that, me personally, is that she was able to share her accolades without tearing another black woman down. Yes, because we don't have room for that. You know what I mean? So, like, that's what I was like. I was like, look at you, Kiki. Like, she could have said, I'm better than her. You know, just in different kind of categories where they try to pit people against each other. She said, no, let me tell you about me and my resume. Check my wiki, and here's a few things. Now leave me be. She also continued and said, I've been a leading lady since I was 11 years old. I have over 100 plus credits and currently starring in an original screenplay that's number one film at the box office. Hashtag nope. I've had a blessed career thus far, and I couldn't ask for more, but God continues to surprise me. So, yeah, I'm, um, you know, for those who don't remember, she was in that, uh, what, True Jackson VP. Like, she had a, like, as a kid show, right? So she's been, to your point, booked and busy since a very, very young age. And uh, she was obviously in the Keel and the Bee, Scream Queens, like I said earlier, Hustlers. 
Uh, and then obviously she just recently, we talked, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago about being in light year. Uh, cause she's a voice of one of the characters there. Um, and she was also, uh, a, a host on good morning America third hour. Um, and she also had a Sarah and Kiki when the, when good morning America switched and changed to, uh, her, uh, Michael Strahan and uh, Sarah, what's Sarah's last name from The View? So, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, Kiki is the moment. I don't care what nobody says, like, cause she makes she is viral. I I, I don't like because the, just, her and her gaggy and just this is being herself. It's not like she's like she's doing authentic. Anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she is just she's been working since she was a kid. She's been. She's like I said, booked and busy mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. since two thousand and four. So yes, you might perceive that she right. is not as successful as Zendaya because Zendaya has currently been like she's attached to Marvel, she's attached to um, HBO. But again, I, I'll just just as a, a side note, you know I, that she it's a good thing that she got Euphoria when she did because. HBO Max and Discovery, they cutting shit. They about to lay off 70% of their staff. So good on you for getting you. You got your check. Yeah, getting your check when you did. But I mean, Kiki is just showing that she's not a run trick pony. She's had albums, she's done musicals, she's done television, she's done hosting, she's done. The kid shows she's done adult stuff. She she just did that movie Alice where she plays like a slave that didn't know she was in modern time, and now she's in Nope, and she's in, now she has another credit that's coming out called Being Mortal, which I don't know what that's about, but she's again still booked and busy. So yep. Kiki Palmer is the moment, and I that's all I'm gonna say. And let's not forget her infamous Vogue answer when they were asking her twenty questions. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. Since we're in the in the realm of entertainment, the other person that I wanted to talk about was your favorite, Tyler Perry. Actually, that's my favorite. I ain't even gonna put that on T. Um, and really, what I wanted to just so he has a new Netflix. I don't know if you remember. He signed a deal with Netflix for like a development deal, similar to Shonda Shonda Rhimes and. Um, Eva DuVernay. And so I guess he has a new movie that's about to come out. Now, what is interesting to me is obviously, I guess people were at, he's on promo because it's about to come out soon. And he was saying how he reached out to a lot of young up and coming actors, as he always does. Why? Because it's cheaper. Hello. And B, just to kind of give people a, their own shine. Right. And he was saying a lot of people were just like excited about what like they read the script. They love the script. But they were they were apprehensive about working with him because he's been in the, the comedy realm for so long. And what's interesting about this film is this film is supposed to be a dramatic. It's uh, upcoming forbidden love drama called A Jasmine Blues that unspools 40 years of secrets and lies with a soundtrack by juke joints built in the like the deep south. So it's, um, you know, you know, it's going to be written, directed, produced by, styled by wigs. I think that's oh. the problem. What? Tell me that, more. So I think the issue with Tyler Perry is that he, okay, so he is used to having to do it all himself. He brought himself up from the ground and and acquired his name and his wealth, and that is great. Um, he has his own production company. He is knocking out shows and movies, but I don't always think that 
the quality is up to par of what it needs to be. I think that he is more quantity over quality because he has these ideas that are great, but the execution of them isn't always where it needs to be. Just look at any of his movies and look at the wigs in those movies. If it's not Medea, then they then they look in a hot ass mess. No, I disagree. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fight you. Objection, Your Honor, because I think the issue there's a difference there. The wigs in the beginning. They have evolved over time because did you not see the lace front that she just had in Homecoming? Don't do that to you. Medea's wig was laid right. All the girls' hair was laid right in this last one for Netflix. Why? Because he has a bigger budget now. No. Which we know. I think that is because it was a reflection of Beyonce. And so he knew that he couldn't bring some (laughs) crap to the stage when you're imitating Beyonce. Try again. Well, this is my thing, too. I, I think... I'm very intrigued and in, to see what he brings. I think I think he is branching out. If you look at all the Queen's men, yes, it's directed by him because that's what he loves to do, but it's not written by him. It's written by um, one of the people from the play. And like he gave him a shot and that's that's completely his idea. But obviously it's on his lot. It's on, you know, he's the executive producer, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it depends on what the what the what the but even with that, Criteria we were just watching an episode of that show the other night, oh, and, and we uh-huh. were talking about the one girl who is cast in that show, who her her delivery, her delivery was not there, and so. But this is the the finished product that you put out, and she is not the right person for this job. So let me ask you this: You're a writer. Your, let's say your first book takes off, and you are, have already said and put into the universe it's going to be a series a 10 book series, whatnot, right? Let's say in book five, you now are in a different stage in your life. Would you be open to bringing on additional writers? Yes. I, I, speaking of that situation, like my novel is going to be a series, but I've already spoken with other people that I want to do, that I want to collaborate with to write novellas for characters within the world. So yes, I am open to collaboration. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Well, you know, to each their own. He, I mean, he has a billion dollar company. You're on your way to your millions. Maybe it'll be like the WNBA compared to the NBA. You'll get to your millions. It's just going to take a little longer. We'll see. <laughs> With that being said, let's, um, Karen. Raises in the potato salad. You don't see that every day. Karen, Karen, Karen. What you got? Salad. Oh, I got a lot. I hope, <laughs> I hope you're hungry. I'm a little bit. All right, I guess. Okay, so we talk about education in the U.S. a lot on this podcast because we suck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Florida is currently facing a teacher shortage. Well, hmm. maybe they made all the gay ones go away because you can't say gay. Maybe that's maybe that has something to do with it. I mean it has something that might have something to do with it. It's probably the pay because you know we don't tell we don't pay teachers. That's true. Um Florida is its own ecosystem at this point. Uh-huh. And who who knows what's happening over in Florida? But so their solution to the teacher shortage. Strapping my guns. Oh Lord, here we go. Is to send in the military. I'm okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. You're talking about the trainees that train them, train the soldiers. You're going to send the trainers in. 
so let me ask you do you know how what it takes to be, to become a teacher currently in oh yes. you have about uh what is it six years maybe of training because you have so, something something like that you have four you, years and you like yeah, a, you have yeah. to have a bachelor's degree correct at, at least at bare or, minimum bare minimum correct uh, most people have a master's depending on what grade you want right. to teach in correct so you have, to have at least a bachelor's degree you have to have um you have to complete a teacher's prep program which is typically one or two years mm -hmm. And then you also have to apply for a professional license um, because if you're not licensed, you can't teach children. Mm. So Florida's resolution is to throw the military at it. So if you are, if you have served 48 months in the military. That's four years. And you have 60 college credits mm -hmm. and a 2.5 GPA. Excuse me, a what? A 2.5 GPA. That's not even a B. Yes. Am I doing my math? Let me. That's a C. And you have at least a honorable or a medical discharge. Like they won't. If you have a dishonorable discharge, they're not going to let you do it. But at least an honorable discharge and a 2.5 GPA. They will give you a five-year voucher to teach in the state of Florida. So you can go be a teacher, T. Uh, no. You got 60 credits. I don't have the um, 48 months, so because I was not in that. I was not in for my full enlistment because I got, I got a medical discharge early. early. Wait, what does the five-year voucher do? I'm confused. It allows you to teach for five years. Wow. You know, I... I <laughs> I'm at a loss. Again, you, I don't know why you keep stumping me today. I guess this is the, we're going to call this the stump out show because Florida is dumb. I don't know what to tell you. I feel sorry for people who go there. I feel sorry for people trying to go see the big 50-year anniversary of Disney World that's going on right now because I want to go so bad. But then I keep thinking, oh, it's in Florida. Do I want to go to Florida? No, I don't want to go to Florida. But it's Disney. And I'm like, no, it's Florida. I... I <sighs> DeSantis has enough going on in his life. He's over there. He he just suspended the, the attorney general because he said he's not going to prosecute cases against abortion. He's over there doing all kinds of things. So you know what? God bless. All I'm going to do is say thoughts and prayers. Sorry. I, I, and prayers. I ain't got nothing for you. Move out of the state. That's I mean, all I can say. I don't understand that. He, they're not, he got rid of the attorney general because he's not going to prosecute. But there are people that need to go to jail. I mean, not in regards to abortion, but there are other people that need to go to jail. So, like, Matt Gates, like uh, Carolyn Bryant Donham. Who's that? So Carolyn Bryant Donham. Was, Why does that name sound familiar? It sounds familiar to you because I feel like I know her. she is the woman who said that Emmett Till. Oh, this bitch! Yes, um, harassed her. No, Emmett Till was the fourteen-year-old uh, child that was murdered, murdered by her husband and a group of grown uh, boys. Men mm -hmm. Because, but they were just she boys. Pointed him out and said that he uh, touched her inappropriately and whatever, um, which she later recanted as a lie. Um, but. She has been hidden by her family and others for 67 years. No one has seen her. But she was recently found in Kentucky. Um, and in don't, those, don't let the sleuths get to sleuthing. Yeah, in the 67 years since this happened, no one involved in this murder has been held accountable. But this, this year, this 2022, year, 
the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation found the original arrest warrant for uh, Carolyn, um, showing that she was a, an accomplice in the tragedy. Because even though you know this was in the George Crow era, when all the laws are in or, or the police forces in her favor, they still issued an arrest warrant for her. It got lost somehow, um, but it was issued. They so they've now found it, and they now, they have now found her. <laughs> so my 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 thought process is to lock her ass up. I mean, I gotta because come get her. There also is no statute of limitations on kidnapping or murder in the state of Mississippi. So oh. send her ass to jail now. And people are like, "Oh, she's old now, and she she has cancer." Well, then she can live the rest of her days in a jail cell because you know what's funny. I mean, I, and I don't mean this in a in a happy way, but at the same time, you were lucky enough to get cancer and live out your days. Yes. You, we have a young, a young boy. To your point, who didn't get to live past fourteen. Well, she said that the spirit of Emmett Till won't let her rest. That's because he's dead, bitch. And you killed him, bitch. So, what I would like for anyone that's listening, uh, if you want to bring awareness to this, um, you can text Emmett E E M M E T to two four three seven two five. You can follow the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation on all platforms. You can also contact the Mississippi District Attorney, W. Dwayne Richardson. Uh, his phone number is 662-378-2105. Or you can email him at Dwayne, which is D-E-W-A-Y-N-E, at msdeltada.com. This is the most impactful way to coordinate um, this is the most impactful way to, for, towards action. You should coordinate with your friends, uh, church, and have everyone contact him uh, because she should be held accountable for her actions. She took the life of an innocent child. She wrongfully accused someone and led to their murder. Um, I don't care how old she is. I could, care. Jail. I could care less. I could care fuck less. You got me angry. Um, speaking of uh, Karens, um, this one... So, you know, I was on TikTok. Your favorite place to be, Chad. And I was just like scrolling through and this rant coming across my, my For You page. And this is this white girl who is at in the parking lot of a Home Depot. And she shows where she's like gone into the Home Depot and she's caused a scene. And she's like yelling at the staff and she's like uh, berating them. And then she starts just, and she, she gets more agitated as like they are trying to talk to her and she starts telling because it was a I believe the guy it was African because she was like telling him to go back to his country and then she's like gets in her car and she's like you're gonna be fired you're gonna be fired blah 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 and she's like going on and on about this this rant and trying to garner sympathy um um so Amanda Marie Keshner and the only reason I know that is because she said her, she said her whole government in in the video uh so she makes this video and she, I guess, assumes that people are going to be on her side because all and all of this stems from them not honoring a discount that was expired. So she goes in and she's like, you're going to give me this. And they're like, we can't do that. I'm sorry. Like it, it was something like, right. It was last week. But and she goes on and on. She's like, you're going to go. If you can talk to if you want to don't want to uh, help customers, you send me in customer service, go back to your country, blah, blah, blah. So. She makes this video thinking it's going to garner sympathy, and the internet rips her apart. 
and to the point where she disables her Instagram, starts a new one. But then her new one is like Amanda Dot and so she I guess she thought that no one was gonna find her, and so then people would go and attack that, and and then her YouTube channel, and I'm just like I don't understand. One, I don't understand people who go into a customer service situation and attack the people that are that you want to help you. Because I've worked in retail. I have too. I worked in customer service on in different areas. Yes. And the minute you start yelling at me, I'm no longer helping you. You can't say my name. If you can't read my name tag and you are acting belligerent to me, I'm not helping you. There's nothing you can do when you're yelling. There's nothing that I'm, there is no job. I don't care how broke I am. There is no job that is worth my self-respect. Say that again. I'm a grown man. You are not about to come and yell at me like I'm your child. Absolutely not. No, man. Not for $15 an hour. Fuck you. No, man. Fuck you all the way. So my question is, although she was yelled at and things of that nature, was she able to Get her discount in the end? No, she was not. Oh, so the yelling didn't work. No, because, oh. it, you know, hmm. I, what my grandma used to always say is you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. Yes. Let me tell you, because I, whenever I'm like, oh, I'm a day pad, I go in and say, oh, my God, how's it going today? Good evening. Good afternoon. I'd be extra sweet. Why? Because, again, I, similar to you, have worked in retail, customer service, food service. Right. We went to the grocery store yesterday and the, the girl was stocking the shelves and you were like, let me go over here. And she yes. Like, oh, no, you can grab right there. She's like, and you're like, nope, nope, nope. I see that you're working. I can do I can do over here. I work in retail. I understand. Because you making it look nice and here I come messing the shit up. No, ma'am. Because I I would hate to fold a goddamn sweater table and here you come and you going to pick the pick Yo, the. Can I tell you, I worked in college. I worked at Old Navy and I only worked there for a month. And on my last day, this lady came in. I was folded. I folded the same table for two hours. <laughs> two fucking hours. And this lady Because every over. time you do one pile, right. you go to the next one. Here comes somebody go to the pile. You so just this lady it. comes over and she starts looking through the. the what size places. do you need? And I'm like, yeah. What can I help you? What size do you need? And then she's like, I'm looking for a, a medium. Like, there's no there's no mediums in that stack. Like, I can go and check the back. She's like, no, nah, I can look. Like, I've literally folded this table for the last two hours. I can tell you exactly what is on this table. There's no mediums in that stack because this is a cell table and they're all gone. Let me go check the back for you. Do not touch this table. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, I came back and that table was a mess. I wanted to flip it. I'm like, bitch, I, <laughs> oh I told you. <laughs> I bet you she didn't find one. Nope, she did not find one. And the one that I found in the back, I didn't give it to her. Oh, see, that's a j- okay. So this is my last. This is last last Karen. Uh, so oh do you God. know? Do you know Alex Jones? Oh, I know fucking Alex Jones. He runs that uh, show F Awards. Yes, and, and he always he is always he is always peddling something on lies. that show. It's just lies. But he also be selling some stupid shit on his show. Just an FYI. But yes, I do know him. Go ahead. So he has been recently uh, in court um, because he is in the in midst, trouble in the midst of a defamation lawsuit with the parents of the Sandy Hook shooting. Because he has been for years saying that Sandy Hook was a hoax. It did not happen. Which has led the parents of the victims unto stress and uh, trauma because they have lost their child. And he's saying that it was fake. So today, he actually lost his child. 
Oh, you don't been, say. Uh, has been. Uh, he's been ordered to pay four point one million dollars in that's right. compensatory damages to the family. Um, that's not including punitive damages. That's a separate trial. So that's four point million dollars currently. Um, and now he says that he believes it's, it's actually real. Um, but the the kicker in the trial actually came from his lawyer. Oh, yes, I did hear about this. Yes, because... Because of cell phones, I believe. Yes. Mm. So he was asked Mm. um, about an email chain between him and uh, and his lawyers and and someone else about about Sandy Hook, and and he denied knowing anything about this. And so the prosecuting attorney was like, well, do you recognize these messages? And he brings up the exhibit, and he's like, I'm not... They look like cell phone messages, but I don't know where they are. He's like, well, these, this is your email exchange from your phone. Because two weeks ago, your lawyer inadvertently sent this to me. And when I brought it to their attention, they did not um, take the proper channels to find this inadmissible. So now... I can ask you about this. And you've just lied to us. You got caught in a lie. And now, and that was what like kicked off the end of the, the closing arguments. He's like, you, you literally just perjured yourself. Like you knew about, you knew of all of this. And the, this is from your device. Um, and so he was been, he's been ordered to pay all, all these, uh, uh, this restitution. And, um, when asked, well, let me actually back up. So when this trial came to um, light, he said that this lawsuit, because uh, they were originally sold, um, they were originally suing for $150 million. And he said it would bankrupt him. Lies. I, like I said, as much as he peddles, I'm trying to tell you, he has money. Yeah. So his, Don't lie to me. His, his, uh, Accountant was subpoenaed. Oh, and was testified that when Jones testified that the two million, two million, um, just just two million of the lawsuit would destroy him financially is what he said. That's what he gets in the day, but sure. The accountant uh, overseeing the Jones Company Free Speech Systems uh, testified that in bankruptcy court that. Jones withdrew $62 million from the company over 14 years, which is about $30 million is paid to the IRS. The accountant testified that he has $9 million in cryptocurrency donations that are that were sent directly to Mr. Jones. Uh, so that is all a lie. They uncovered that his show has the potential, like not, it doesn't make this every day, but his right. show has the potential to earn $800,000 a day. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He peddles shit all the time. So I'm just waiting to see what this next trial um, for the punitive damages awards because... Well, my question is it seems like he's a little shocked that lies have consequences. Yeah, I mean... Interesting. Let's just see how that goes with his show going forward. I Well, this is a... Pro- this, so you bring up something that has been 
bugging me for so long, right? Because it's like January 6th had their little uh, hearings, if you will. We have this. We've had other people. And what I find perplexing is, and we've talked about this before, I think his his TV show will be fine because he will play the victim. He's still standing up for Trump. He didn't say nothing. Like, he's a Trumper, number one, rather. Not that this has anything to do with Trump, but he's a Trumper. And it's like the man got him, even though he's a millionaire. But again, poor people are going to look at him and be like, he's one of us, even though he's nowhere near you. Mm. And so... I struggle with what's going to, what is it going to take to pierce the veil and have people wake up? Cause I do feel like it's almost cult like. And you know how, like, you can't save everybody. And so, what is it going to take for people to be like, you know what? I see the error of my ways. I did, you know, I've been bamboozled. Do you remember a couple years ago? like Green Eye Prison Bay. Yes, yeah. I know who you talking well, about. Well, there's a new one. What you mean, a new one? There's, there's only one. Let's be clear. There's a new one. Is he's gone viral, and I mean, he's cute, I guess. But here's the thing: I don't, the only reason I bring this up is because I'm looking. I was looking at the responses to this guy, and like he's like a salt and pepper. Uh, he's like 33, but he's got salt and pepper hair. He, he's it's whatever. And people are like, "Oh my god, prison that, that daddy! I'll pay his bail." And I'm just like. Y'all are too thirsty on the internet for no reason because this man's charges are aggregated, aggravated assault, rape, kidnapping. Like, what's his name? His name is, and also the reason that I added this is because he's also in North Carolina, <laughs> Wake County. So he's right, right around the street, right down the street from me. Uh, Brandon Lee Parton, hot felon 2.0, Wake County inmate goes viral as offers to pay his bail roll in. Mm. He's 33 years old. Oh, um, in 2017, he was arrested for um, kidnapping and rape. And he is currently still on probation until March 2030. And now he's been ar- arrested um, again. And people are like calling him a hot felon bay. And I just, I don't understand. Like he cute, but he is not like get him out of jail because like at least the other guy, his his activity was like gun charges. Like he, he just was in possession of, of guns. You like that's like, that, that's right. He didn't have any like aggravated assault. Yeah, he didn't hurt anything. nobody. He didn't hurt nobody. He just had a, he just had a weapon. This guy has literally kidnapped and raped people, and then get y'all are like, oh, he cute. No, bitch. No. As a matter of fact, he's too cute to be doing this. Well, you know, he probably wanted some, and somebody said no, and uh-uh, whatever. Let's move on, because well, the people I want to talk about this week. I don't know if you know this this young chocolatey woman by the name of Miss. Actually, before I say that, she was also in the best-selling girl group of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. Her name is Kelly Rowland. Yes. I well, love some Kelly. I love Kelly, too. And she brought something to my attention because I am a theme park person. Yes. I love taking my nieces and nephews and kids to theme parks because I think 
those are memories I didn't really have growing up. Like I had a, a Six Flags, but you know, yeah, we're supposed to take the twins to Disneyland. Yeah, Disney like World, go see like go see something like feel great, right? And those are memories that a lot of people stick with, right? And so, even when I think about like Disney on Ice, things of that nature, like those things are really joyous and like loving. Well, Kelly Rowland has came out against Sesame Place. She was hot. I saw that video. She was hot. And I was equally as hot because I said, I know this Glover broke down Glover looking thing because he's blue. I don't know what that name of that little character was because it wasn't Glover, but I'm, I'm assuming he's a Glover's friend or Elmo's friend or some bullshit. I don't care who he is. You can't sit here and tell me because I've worn a costume on, a, on school grounds, like maybe not a costume as a character, but like, you know, it's very similar Yes, you're, you you may have some limited vision in certain areas, in, in certain peripherals, but you can still see what's in front of you. In this um, video that went viral, the performer, I, her name is Rosita. She literally looks down and you, so I don't, I don't understand. You could be blink, you blink and you still would see these two young black children who are trying to catch the attention of their character that they love. Mm-hmm. And you just walk on by to the next white face. You walk on by. Like I want imagine how heartbroken it is you want to go see your character that you watch every yeah, every day. Can I just tell you, we're looking at like, I was <sighs> mad at the what I was mad at what happened, but the the look on the little girl's face. Yes, her cr- face I, crack. I would burn that place to the ground. Face crack. Did you know I was ready to? I, when you I were would set that place to flame. You were talking about uh, flipping a table of fucking sweaters, bitch. I was ready. I was flipping the table at my own house, and I was like, "Wait, who's gonna clean this shit up?" Because <laughs> who, who? You know how I feel about children. Children are the one. They're so innocent, and you just took right there that little moment of her joy. You taken her joy, and unfortunately. That's something that little black girls have to deal with on a regular because they already have to deal with their hair when they're going to these places because depending on the school you go to, they may have rules against wearing your hair down. Let's start there, right? Here she is on her time off away from places where that are judging her in a place, Sesame Street, which started in the black community. For the inner city youth because they didn't have access to the public education that the other kids did so they so a black man got in contact with pbs and started sesame street so that they could get an education on television like i'm trying not to get flustered all over again because i hadn't let it like it had subsided but now that we're revisiting this i'm getting angry you want to fight big bird (laughs) and big big bird didn't even do nothing wrong because this is this is the ghetto of sesame street this is sesame place because I know Big Bert, and let me tell you, I will fuck up Snuffleupagus. I wish he would ignore somebody. You better bring your high ass over here and, and put your trunk, wave or something, do something. Don't ignore these, ooh, these babies. But what pissed me off more is Sesame Place's statement that we did not intentionally ignore the girls and were devastated about the misunderstanding. Let me explain something. All you needed to say was, I am sorry, you have a, and you have a lifetime pass to Sesame Place. That's it. Like, I, I, I'm sitting here thinking, like, where was the empathy? Absent. <laughs> Absent. It, are, 
are you are you related to Kim Burrell? Because where was the love? Where was like, oh my, like Sesame Street is about love and acceptance. Like Sesame Street. That's why I said Sesame Place. I don't know that hoe. And I know this must be a new one or something. And I don't want to give it more attention because like I said, the, the poor children, I like ugh, makes me angry. But like That's just, I, I, again, corporations need to get their lives together. So all I can say is they then later uh, uh, came out. Well, they've, been, they've also been currently um, hit with a racial discrimination lawsuit since that video has come out. Oh, and well, the, uh, two days later, they finally came out with an update because somebody, I forgot who, I think it was when, um, I guess Kelly was doing something for one of her shows because, you know, she'd be overseas doing shows and Entertainment Tonight asked her and she was like, I'm still upset. <laughs> She's like, don't ask me about that. Like trying to be like, girl, don't don't get it. She's like, I'm living and I know me personally, I would have burned the place down just like Dazam just said. I've said it before and I really mean it. <laughs> girl, she got the money too, <laughs> to build it back up. She ain't worried about it. But on the, so then the next day or like the same day or right after later that day, whatever. Sesame Place Philadelphia shared a new statement saying, we sincerely apologize to the family for the experience in our park on Saturday. We know that's not okay. We're taking actions to, to do better and we're committed to making things right. We will conduct training for our employees. Let me tell you, this line here pisses me off. Why is the training not already there and established if you are supposed to be an inclusive place? But it says, we will conduct training for our employees so they better understand, recognize, and deliver an inclusive equitable and entertaining experiences to all our guests for over 40 years sesame place has worked to uphold the values of respect inclusion and belonging we are committed to doing a better job making children and families feel special seen and included when they come to our park look do better that's all i can fucking say because let me tell you that the, the mama of these two babies is better than me i would have tackled Rosita. Rosita would have been in, her, in the rotunda because I would have pulled that bitch to the side and say, bitch, you see my two kids trying to get your attention? You better come over here and say hello. They're facing a $25 million lawsuit right now. So. <laughs> so, speaking of lawsuits, look at you with your transition. See, thank you. You ain't set me up. Don't even know what you set me up for. Um, Netflix. Oh, speaking of racial discrimination, speaking of lawsuits, um, remember Netflix recently had a um, lawsuit from a Oscar winning comedian. Yes. Uh, she only goes by one name. Yes. By Monique. Yes. So I guess everybody's look, I guess the world, the world is 2022 is doing Monique right. She got her apology in public from motherfucking um, yeah. Lee Daniels. We, we still working on Oprah and Tyler. You know, that's going to take some time. Uh, but they've settled their lawsuit. And she has a, a special coming. So I just want to say, I need people to start supporting other people, even if you don't agree with them in their principle of the way they do things. So for example, I understand that Monique can be abrasive when shaking the table and, and, and almost being too truthful. And I think what people have a problem with is you're so used to being office politics and code switching that you are too scared to agree with a sister girl who is trying to make better, not for herself, but for the people that are behind her. She don't need the money. Right. She's try she's not trying to close the door behind her. Right. She's trying to open up not door, but doors and windows with S's. So everybody can come through. Because I do have to believe that 
Amy Schumer ain't worth the money she got. I don't care who she is. She's not. I'm sorry. She ain't funny. Chappelle, like some of those other greats, cool. I can understand because like Chappelle don't go out that often. Roth don't go out that often. Cool. Amy Schumer ain't worth that. And you you offered a million to Wanda. Like we're talking about let's where's the parody? Going back to WNBA NBA callbacks all day today. That's what we're doing here. Why can't we get it together? So I, I just wanted to I didn't know if you heard that. And I wanted to hear. Are you excited about the Monique stand up I mean, that's I'm coming. I'm excited whenever I see Monique on screen. So I know she's it, give it like she doesn't give a bad performance. If she's gonna give you drama, if you got you need drama, she's gonna give you funny. If you need funny, she she got you either way. She multi talent range. 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 That's right. <laughs> Lastly, oh wait, how can I transition to that? So really, you know the good is it? it's a surprise. See, I got a surprise you as I don't want you ready. <laughs> so you know sometimes you just gotta taste the rainbow. Okay. Well, okay. Speaking of tasting rainbows, uh-huh. Pride Month has come and gone, but Skittles are something that is year round. And where, where are you going with this? I, I don't know if you are aware, but Skittles has been around since like the 70s, 60s, something like that. Well, they're being sued recently. And it's because the maker is. It, there's a presence of an additive deemed toxic in the ingredients. And it's something that is, uh, I guess it's it's titanium dioxide, which is a powder that is used in cosmetics. So I don't know if you like eating your makeup as you're having Skittles. Is that something that you were thinking about when you were eating Skittles? Not really. Right. So I guess in Europe, uh, it's been banned for like, Oh, since like for like 20 years since back. In, I mean, no, actually, I take it back back in back in 2016. The Mars Corporation announced that they would be working towards eliminating the substance from the candies by 2021. However, guess what? That guess what? It's 2022. Is it not? And the candy still has this additive in it, which is, again, unchanged. No, no, no new recipe. Nothing like that. So a U.S. today, according to USA Today, a lawsuit seeking class action status filed in the district court for Northern uh, California on last week. They are looking for um, some sort of taking it off the market because it's unsafe for consumers. And is this the original recipe? Yeah. Well, I mean, keep in mind, it's like cocaine was in Coca-Cola. Like things evolve as we know, like when Uh you know better, you do better. Uh And the problem is this was, Brought to the attention of them, they said, "Oh, we're going to work on it," and they ain't done a goddamn thing. Okay, so I'm gonna get cancer because I've been eating Skittles. I mean, no, you, your face might just Fall be off. beat. Will be beat for the gods. <laughs> well, I mean, now wait a minute, because if I can just eat Skittles and have clear skin, well, the problem. So the problem, teen. All jokes aside, is I guess the titanium dioxide is unfit for humans to be digested. We've been eating it since the seventies. Well, that's just, I mean, again, we can't talk about this. the 70s. We were trying to learn and do shit. So, I mean, it is what it is. But now, you know, that's why for me, like, if I could really move out, like, move anywhere in the world, I would move to a European country. Because for us in America, because we're in a society that's all about capitalism ideas and making the most money that you can, sometimes they want to do profit at the expense of the people, whether that's pharmaceuticals, whether that's food. You and I have been grocery shopping. We can't spend less than $80 buying three pieces of meat, but yet I can go to McDonald's or Wendy's and get 
twenty five meals for a day. Yes, like twenty. It, it is it is bad out there, y'all. Because I had to convince myself to buy some chicken the other day, and that's just unacceptable, in my opinion. Because this is actually an old story that um, it came back into light, and mm. then the, the original um, person that was involved recommented and gave an update. So there was a company that had a company retreat. Oh, I love company retreats. That's when you do like, you go and have like the day off. You ain't got to work, which is good. Uh uh And you have like team building uh, rituals. Sometimes it's like fallback exercises, all that stuff. Obstacle courses. Those are my favorite. sounds lovely. Yes. So the brew retreat was held on a plantation in Mississippi. I'm sorry, where? On a plantation. Is that the name of the company? Nope, nope, nope. It was a- On a plantation. historical plantation. We are not acting and out shit. A, um, one of the events was a no, it wasn't Lord a please. Halloween um, oh, period mandatory period uh, costume party. Lord, Lord. However, please, the please. company forgot about their lone black person. So, oh he my Lord, I mercy, Jesus Christ, shows up in period specific attire. No, he didn't. Barefoot, <laughs> straw hat, <laughs> with his little cotton uh, sh- uh, dungarees on, and also um, he showed up early and picked some cotton because he was like, "Well, I'm gonna be authentic." <laughs> oh shit! And so then, when everyone starts to arrive, the HR person that you know um, set up this event. She's all happy and she comes down the stairs and her her little um Think, uh, uh, gone with the wind gone with the wind she's curtains all cute mm-mm, smiles mm-mm. and and he documented all this like I, <laughs> I, let me I need you to send that to me ASAP because you know I'm always there for a gig gag when people can't oh my god I can't wait let me see, let me see. I cannot wait for this bullshit so she comes down the stairs in her in her uh, her lovely gown and then she's met by him and is immediately taken aback. And they cancel the event. The CEO never shows up, and so they cancel the event. And they 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 say that it's because of inclement weather, because it was supposed to be held outside, but it was on a plantation, and they had plenty of space. And, and I'm sure you had gazebos, bitch. Gazebos. They could have held had it inside the the big house, especially with um, this bitch coming down the stairs. So eventually, uh, when you know they return to work, call me to the HR, office. Call uh, me to the office. The HR um, uh, person that planned was let go for it. <laughs> and unrelated to this, he received a promotion and a raise. Uh, God, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Now, my question is, because this is just too, this is rich. This is something I feel like I would, this is some shit I would do too. Now, my question is, did he... Did they give the outfits, or you just had to find a period piece? You had to find a period piece. It was it was you had to come dress um, in period specific attire, and so he, because he was a black man, and this would have been in the eighteen hundreds, would have been a slave, and no one thought that this is what because this, they forgot that he was there. like this. Okay, this is where I get frustrated when you don't there, have diversity are, inclusion. Right, there are companies. Where's the DNI? There are companies where there's little to no diversity, and mm. they tend to forget when they have like one person. And so he. That's crazy. Made the most of the situation. I just need a little something sweet. Come with me, and baby, we'll get it. That coffee and the cream are together. Well, I mean, that is all that I have for gossip because, like, you know, 
I, I, I feel like I just need to uplift, feel happy at sometimes, and I, I'd rather talk about something that made me feel good. And there are actually two things. One of them just made it made me chuckle. Actually, um, there is a, a TikToker that I I just started following, and she's actually an actor. Her name is Olivia Giuliano. Uh, she is a Houston teen. Oh. Uh, who has been outspoken about abortion rights since the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of um, politicians just seem to think that she is uh, naive and doesn't know what she's talking about, but she's actually a political strategist for one of the top and largest youth-led nonprofit organizations in the country mm. called Gen Z for Change. And if you want to look into them, you can go to genzforchange.org. They've been uh, very successful in mobilizing youth voters across the country. And recently, she was body shamed by Matt Gates. I'm sorry, who? Matt. Are we talking about Florida again? Right, right, right. So basically, she was bringing to she was bringing uh, attention about abortion rights, and uh, he caught wind of it and said. Why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? Nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb. If you look like a what? A thumb. To which Juliana... This is a... I'm sorry. She's how old again? She's 19. So she's an adult, but barely. Okay. Go, right, right. On, but, so her response to him was... Um, it's... Uh, it's sh- shocking that you're talking about me. Aren't I too old for you? <laughs> she says that I wear heels so that men like Matt Gates are reminded of their place. Oh, damn. Um, and then she he responded again and was like, uh, I don't actually even know. I don't even want to put any information, any thought into it. She basically was like, his attempt to turn me down has not phased me one bit. Um, and she ended up using the platform that she was given to raise $70,000 for abortion rights. So him talking about her and bringing, like he tweeted a, her picture to like his 1.4 million followers. And then she became a talking point. But then she then turned to TikTok and Twitter and just funneled that that vitriol or or that, uh, that publicity to advising people to donate for Abortion rights, and so she raised seventy thousand dollars. So seven thousand, seventy thousand, seven zero, seven zero. Well, that's get it, girl. Right. Um, so I just wanted to bring that light to her because she's doing the damn thing. She's nineteen years old, and so she's just starting, and she's going head to head with these ignorant politicians. Who, if I'm not mistaken, Matt Gates is currently being uh, is under investigation for sex trafficking, if <laughs> allegedly. But something that actually made me happy this week is that recently the Wakanda Forever trailer was released at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. And I have watched this trailer no less than 30 times. And I still get emotional every time I watch it. And I've watched reaction videos of it. And I cannot wait for this movie to come out in theaters in November. And I will be there with my locks and a crown wrapped in gold and wearing white to celebrate yeah i gotta figure out i mean it's september november december 
November, so I have to find my white outfit. I still have time. I might get something custom. Because, you know, gained a little weight since back in the day. We could be losing weight by that, by that time. Oh, that's true. That's November true. November 11th. I got time. That's true. I'll be there with my gold and white. What about you? What made you happy this week? Well, right now, I mean, I'm counting the, the minutes, the, the seconds, the milliseconds, uh, because it's about to be Beyonce at 9 p.m. tonight on the West Coast. Uh, I know it comes out on midnight on the East Coast, and I, I'm a little nervous because I don't know what it's going to sound like. I don't know what it's going to be, but, you know, I'm just excited to hear from my queen. My que- when the queen speaks, the queen says, hey, let me hold court. And I just say, okay, I'm here, you know, as a, as a peasant, you know, tell me what I need to do. I mean, I guess it's it's gonna be fine. I mean, it, it's a, it's another Beyonce album. Like, it's not gonna be anything spectacular. Okay, now look, see you, you now. Remember, I didn't put friends out on, on the look, side of the. No, con- no, no. I'm what I'm not, what I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, she's gonna have a couple hits, but like, we'll see. We'll see, <laughs> won't we? I mean, the only thing I was thinking is like, she hasn't put an album out. Like, a solo album since Lemonade. That's a long-ass time. That's, like, seven years ago. Like, she did the Lion King soundtrack, I guess, if you want to count that. She did the li- the live album for Coachella. Sure, if you want to count that. But, like, new music? Like, new music of just her, not for some soundtrack bullshit, just her? Like, it's been a minute. And last time, that was, like, a cultural event. So it'll be interesting to see, like... I always wait for, like, her, Riri, even Gaga to an extent to see where they're going to move the I don't want to say the culture because Gaga's not culture, but where they move the industry to, right? Like where right, right. what's the sound gonna be for the next year or whatever? And so Riri, we know we're not gonna get an album for her for years because it's been ten. Well, she just had a baby, so and she, she ain't coming oh, out. She, might, I mean, she might drop something like because I mean, Beyonce had did an album. Yeah, but her her main thing is music still. Like I, I feel like Riri is kind of above it now. She's like a fashionista. She has a make like the makeup I makes mean, her. You don't know what motherhood. Inspires. Oh, that's true. She might feel like writing a song. That's true. And yeah, so I mean, I'm I'll be uh, I'm a little tired, but I'm gonna stay up tonight and see what the fuck happens. So, no, keep us posted. But other than that, I hope y'all all are right there with me. Um, and just so y'all know, next week's episode will all be Beyonce all day, every day. Any any topic we talk about, unless it's something really really crazy, will be Beyonce related. So <laughs> get ready. And if you a hater. You could, you're not invited to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, I'll see y'all next week. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Well, thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Come to the Cookout. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. If you have any questions, you can email us at come to the cookout at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tizom Van Cleef. That's T I Z O M V A N C L I E F. How about you, Brooklyn? And you can find me on all socials at Brooklyn, like the city, Gabbana, like the designer. You are always invited to our cookout. Now y'all come back now, you hear?